0: off the base. All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have the regular brothers in arms. We have Avery. We have Connor. We are on our regular Wednesday night scheduled program. How we doing, boys?
1: Fantastic. Doing pretty
2: good. We got a lot of sports going got, on right We got now. a lot of sports
0: going on. We are almost done with our teaching year, um, which it feels like the longest year in the history of years. Yeah. But. You were just talking about it. We got a lot going on in sports. We have the first round of the playoffs, which are in full swing. Um, we saw over the last week.
2: You want to uh, talk about heart attacks?
0: Yes, you want you want to talk about heart attacks? The the Knicks fans getting their their hearts ripped out by uh, Trey Young. Young. But we'll get to that in a second. We also had the play-in games. We saw the Indiana Pacers absolutely demolish the Charlotte Hornets.
1: And then the Indiana Pacers got absolutely Demo- demolished by, by, the, by Wizards. the
0: Wizards. Yep. So we saw um, I was going to get to that. Sorry. So the Pacers beat the Hornets. Uh, the Hornets were out. And then the Celtics beat the Wizards. So that means that the Celtics became the seventh seed. And then the second of round of the play games we saw th- the loser of the 7-8 game which was the wizards play against the winner of the 9-10 game which was the pacers and then we saw as they just talked about the wizards completely demolish um the indiana pacers who put up 144
1: points Bro, against the charlotte hornets pacers starting five all had double digits and doug mcdermott <sighs> had like 40 something
2: Whatever. crazy. Their bench players had like 18 each. I don't want to talk about it. We got absolutely poo-pooed on. Yep. I True story. I don't usually stop watching basketball games or football games when they start. I stopped watching that game. Like, by the third quarter, I was like, I'm not going to watch this.
1: I was at work. I checked the score. I was like, it can't be that bad. 76 to 33 in three in two quarters. I was like, what is happening? How did we get here?
0: Yeah. No, that that was not good. But on the western side, we had the Grizzlies play the Spurs in the nine versus ten game. We saw the Grizzlies pull that off, and then we had the Lakers beat the Warriors um, by three. Buzz, buzzer no.
2: beater by LeBron.
0: It, it wasn't a buzzer beater. It was in the last minute, it was, but the, dagger. It, it was the dagger. It was I it was kind of the see. same way in which Kyrie in that twenty sixteen finals like. It wasn't the buzzer see. beater but it was it was a dagger. Man, LeBron I shot for the middle hoop. Did did you see uh I watched that game. Did you see It was like a stat of like the amount of time that the Mets guy with the broken nose, like how long he was on the ground. It was like forty five seconds seconds or something like that. And then Joe Burrow was on the ground for a total of like seventy four seconds because of his torn ACL. LeBron getting poked in
1: the eye, eighty (laughs) three seconds. Hey, you gotta sell it, get breaks, and so coaches can draw up an extra play while you hurt. Yeah, for real, basketball. And And they
2: call soccer an exaggerated injury sport.
0: Yeah, I mean we'll we'll talk about his other kind of flop that he did against Chris Paul Bro, uh, against the like Suns. LeBron, sorry
2: for Chris.
1: Paul. LeBron commits to everything. Like if he's, <laughs> you hit if him he, once, he's gonna commit. Hey,
0: if he's gonna flop, he's gonna flop full force, man. Yeah. So we saw the Lakers beat the Warriors. They became the seven seed. Um, and then. The Warriors, which was the loser of the 7-8 matchup, and then the Grizzlies went against each other as the winner of the uh, 7-9-10 matchup. Um, Kaylee listens to the podcast, and she had no idea, like, what the whole system was. And I'm like, yes, we don't either. It makes no sense. Um, But... Then we saw the Warriors versus the Grizzlies in the second round of the play-ins, um, and then the Grizzlies beat them, yeah, The Warriors um, and so played, they became
1: the eight seed. The Warriors played like two classics and lost them both.
0: Yes. Yeah. And so what we see now is we see, um, let me pull it up. They need clay. So what yeah. we saw yeah. is we saw the Celtics versus the Nets, which is the 2 versus 7. Um, right now, that is a 2-0 series. Um, the
1: Nets are up 2-0. Yeah. I think I have the. I said the Nets would sweep them, or whoever they played. I feel like uh, I feel sweep. like that's
0: not a super hot take, but I do agree with I you.
1: Think, I think they can sweep Boston.
0: Um, right now, as we're. Tonight, we have the Wizards going against the 76ers. Uh, Philadelphia, the 76ers are up 1-0 in that series, that 1-8 versus eight matchup. Um, we actually spoke wrong on the podcast last week. We thought it was the Hawks versus the Heat, but in actuality, it is the Hawks versus the Knicks. Um, the Hawks, as as of right now, is up 1-0 in that series. Um, we talked about how Ice Trey over here shivering just... Ripping the heart out of these Knicks fans with that kind of dagger
2: very late in the game. The mayor of the mayor of New York, I think, was talking about how like he was talking about Trey Young and everything. I was like, if you're making the the mayors talk about you, God,
1: yeah. But the thing is, the mayor also had a Nets head on like last week too. He's just supporting the city.
0: No, for sure. He Um, he wants some political points. (laughs) So we also have, uh, right now, the Memphis Grizzlies are beating, uh, are up 1-0 on the Utah Jazz. Um, Bro, it, the Jazz are pretenders. So uh, I'm going to get to a segment in a second, but I just want to keep on going with this. Um, the, the Bucks are beating the Heat 2-0 in the series. Um, the Lakers and the Suns are tied. The 2-7 seed is tied at 1. Um, the Nuggets and the Trailblazers are both tied at 1 as well. We also see um, the Nets, which I just talked about. They are beating the Celtics 2-0. The Clippers are down 0-2 to the Mavericks right now. Yikes. So, with that being said, out of all the teams that are down by 1 or down 2-0, which is um, the Celtics being down to the Nets, the Clippers being down to the Mavericks, the Heat being down to the Bucks. The Wizards being down to the 76ers or Knicks being down to the Hawks or Jazz being down to the Grizzlies. Who do you think has the best chance of coming back, overcoming this deficit, and winning? And winning the series? Clippers. The
1: Clippers, probably. So you're
0: So you're saying the Clippers yeah, yeah. Are, the, are still
1: – The Clippers are the best shot to come back. For Utah, I think Memphis is always one of those grinded-out teams. That's their identity. I think they have a lot more trouble with Memphis – because they can play defense as well as they can. So
0: I'm going to be honest with you. I have the Clippers winning the championship in our on in our I can't deal with this pod bracket. Yeah, but I'm starting to worry about the Clippers a little bit.
1: Paul George, bro, playoff p, playoff p. p,
0: man. But I'm going my kind of shoe in. I do think I know that you say the Jazz are. Can, Pretenders, And I do agree with you that I do think that Just they're pretenders. But I think that they'll get past the first round. They might be like the Bucks and lose in the second round, the third round. I don't think that they'll get to the finals or win the finals by any means. Um, but I don't think that they're going to lose four to the Grizzlies. And I know that Ja is like a madman right now. But other than Ja, like who is their second option on that team? Is it Jaron Jackson, I The think? mascot. Uh, Valanchunas. Valanchunas is great, but he's more of a rebounding guy than yeah. than anything.
1: Um, uh, Bro- Dylan Brooks is there's like second.
0: He went off. He yeah. went off that last game. Also, I personally think that the Knicks will come back and win this yeah. series. Um, I think that the Knicks, like, somebody's going to have to shut down Ice Trey, Trey Young, um, and I think that they will because – Tom Thibodeau has shown yeah. that he is Dib- D- D- Doug Thibodeau of the Dimsdale Thibodeau. <laughs> D- um, when you – So I do think that he's going to make adjustments. They're going to somehow force it out of his hands yeah. and force John Collins or Clint Capella to beat you. Um, and I don't think that they will. Hey, so
1: You want to know a crazy stat from that first game? Bogdan Bogdanovich had more points than Julius Randle. And
0: that's the thing, too, is that like if Julius Randle didn't have a good night, and don't get me wrong, it could be like a constant thing that he doesn't have a good night, but if he cannot have a good night and they barely lost, like what's going to happen when he when actually he shows good. up? Yeah. Um, so I, I feel pretty confident that the Knicks... I, I, I wouldn't say pretty confident. I feel very confident that the Jazz are going to win. Um, but I, I feel... Yeah, the Jazz are going to beat the Grizzlies, oh. um, but I feel pretty confident that the Knicks will come back and yeah. beat the overcome this one zero one uh, series lead. I, I think Miami's.
1: I think Miami's done. I do too. I do too, I, and
0: I hate it for them because I do think that the Heat have like this good story, but I think. That them losing that first game was a morale crusher because yeah. that was their chance to kind of gain momentum. Yeah. Um, and so when they lost that and then got demolished the second game to yeah. the Bucks, it,
1: it doesn't look good for them. Yeah, I saw something the other day is like, Jason Tatum called Tyler Harrow like a uh, a bubble a bubble fluke or something, and then he was kind of right. Yeah. Tyler no. Harrow yeah.
0: I mean, Tyler
1: Hero isn't even in their starting lineup. Uh, Duncan Robinson is. Well, he's lethal. But he's the only reason they were even in the first game. Yeah. Because he hit nine threes, eight or nine threes. I don't know. I also saw another thing is, like, if the Clippers lose this series, or even if they don't lose this series, like, they're definitely blowing the team up. Either oh, yeah. Paul George or Kawhi is gone.
0: Yeah. I mean, I and I tell you what. They spend so much to get Paul. If this, if the Clippers lose, right? Yeah. Like, not only does this is this one of the biggest chokes jobs in history. Worse than but their Does lead? this destroy Kawhi's legacy?
1: Not Kawhi's. I think I don't think it'll mess with Kawhi's because he's like the only person who's actually bringing it every game.
0: I mean, he did go for like forty
1: three yeah. the last and, game, and he he can't do everything. And it's like Paul George is your second man up, and he's. What's he doing?
0: So, the reason why I bring that up is because we were watching something about two weeks ago about Kawhi, and Stephen A. Smith's kind of – his point of view through Kawhi or some – through his career. And after the Raptors, people were talking about Kawhi being like top ten playoff players mm-hmm.
1: of NBA history. He's a great playoff player, but
0: – And so, if they lose, not only once, but now twice, like, and not even get to the Eastern, Western Conference – <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Um, thank you. Um, they not even get to the Western Conference Finals either one of those two times. And Kawhi's supposed to be your guy. And I would argue that he might have even had less with the Toronto Raptors. And I know that the East is always inherently
1: easier yeah, than but the West. They, they played that Warriors team, even though they didn't have KD. But they still played that really good Warriors team. Yeah.
0: And, like, your second player was Kyle Lowry, who... Isn't that good in my opinion? You had Pascal Siakam. You had Marcus Saul, Old-ass Marcus Saul. Lynn Sanity. You did have Lynn Sanity on that team. He got himself a ring. Had, uh, Danny Green.
1: Fred Van Fleet. You Lynn, did have
0: Fred Van Fleet. Norman, but he he. But at that point, we didn't know that Fred Van Fleet was going to be yeah, that good. He, was, like, like he
1: uh, was an undrafted free eight or a undrafted ro- rookie yeah, at that point. He was a rotational player. I, I think – That was a good Raptors team.
2: I think Kawhi Leonard – They
0: were bro. They won the finals. I mean, if you look, I'm, and I'll let you get to your point in a second. Ow! If you look at the last ten championship winning teams, other than maybe the Mavericks team in like 2011, I'm going with the Raptors. Probably had the weakest
1: roster. Worse than the Cavs.
0: Ooh. Okay.
1: I take no. The Cavs team was like three players.
2: Yeah, but Kyrie, Kevin Love.
1: Depend like the twenty fifteen team.
2: Yeah, but they always had LeBron on it.
1: Yeah. I know, I mean but as a team. Oh, I would I say still... I would
2: say the Cavalier teams that LeBron brought were worse overall than the than, I the, could I could agree with that. I could yeah. agree with that. Because remember the Raptors still had to get through um the seventy sixers and it was like a buzzer beater to end it all and because that was a true buzzer yeah, they, beater. They sent him so, beat the, off so the what if, <laughs> the what if of today broke a man.
0: If Kawhi missed that shot and it went into overtime, what do we think would have happened? They still would have won. You think the Raptors still would have won, yes. and the same outcome of them winning the yes, finals would have been the same?
2: The, yes, because in in my opinion, this is all a hypothetical. In my opinion, if a buzzer beater goes in. I always give the what if scenario if they went to overtime to the team that had the ball, because if it was a buzzer beater that Kawhi had missed, Kawhi Leonard was still on the attack, potentially getting the game winner. I feel like that momentum puts you up just a little bit. So, I for see. example, if um, you know the shot Anthony Davis put up against the Jazz, not the Jazz, the Nuggets last year to win like that one game. Yeah. If they'd gone into overtime, I would have liked the Lakers. But if the roles were reversed, if it was a Philadelphia 76ers player, let's say Joel Embiid yeah. shooting the shot, I think, potentially missing it, then I would give it to the I'd, I'd give it to the person making the shot. Now that'd be a pretty good stat. I would love to see the stat of um, buzzer beaters missed by teams to then go on and then win in like the overtime. Like who had last possession? Yeah, like
1: I, this, I think it's whoever has the mo- the momentum. Like and I think Toronto had the momentum at the end of that game. So
2: you're saying that everything remains the same yeah, as well? Yeah, I don't
1: think it would have been easy. I think it still would have been a nail-biter. Well, so if you want
2: to go off time, Kawhi misses the shot, the world would have ended with a meteorite explosion or something like that. Yes. The butterfly facts. effect. Yeah. Um, Kawhi Leonard's the only reason why. The world hasn't self-destructed. So I would go – I'm actually
0: staying with y'all, and I'm saying that they're going to win. But the reason why is because I think, when in doubt, go to who has home field advantage. And the Toronto Raptors had home field advantage. And they it was at their home court. Yeah. So, I think, personally, if this was at a seven, uh, 76ers court, very different scenario, yeah. very di- different circumstances, I would give it to the 76ers. But because the if he misses that at the 76ers, then the crowd goes wild. They're still in the game. Yeah. They're going to hype up the 76ers. But this
2: brings up a good point. We're talking about championships in the nba which player was it i'm blanking on kendrick name. perkins kendrick perkins said it is harder to win a title in the nba than the nfl what is your take on this now i want to know two i'm asking this t- two separate equations okay player individual player getting to the title and winning and team so for example um let's say for example aaron Rodgers never won his game against the steelers how hard would it be for Aaron Rodgers individually himself to get a team to the championship or any normal player versus a team building it around right. itself to get to the Pretty championship? Pretty
1: hard. Already. You can see he's struggling now. <laughs>
2: so I'm gonna so I'm gonna
0: for the We've, individual yeah. p- person, I think that it's way harder in the NBA to get to a finals than in the um, NFL NFL and the reason why is because of the sheer number of people. yeah, Right? Like in on an NB on an NFL roster, the Super Bowl winning roster, you have 52 people. And now I'm not saying that this the sheer number that you're on that roster is still very very small, but like whoever the backup quarterback for the Buccaneers team was, like he has a rank. Um Blaine but, Gabbert I'm going to be honest with you, and this, is, and I'm going to have a little bit of a different approach than I feel like Avery is, and that's fine, and we can kind of debate this out. No, I agree with you. But talked about I'm it. going with the NBA is harder to win a championship than the NFL. And the reason why is because if you're looking at the top seed of the NBA, oh, it's easy because 90% of the time – the person who wins in the NBA, the team who wins in the NBA is either the one, two, or three seed. But if you are a fan of the Hornets, or you're a fan of the Knicks, or somebody who comes in on as an eight seed, or a seven seed, or a six seed, I would argue that in order for you to win, you have to, you have to beat the number one seed four times in a series. You have to beat the number two seed four times in a series. You have to beat The Western Conference, probably number one or number two seed. So I would argue as like an underdog aspect, it's harder for an underdog to win a championship in the NBA than it is in the NFL. I mean, you just look at, like, I think to a certain extent, Kendrick Perkins is somewhat correct in that, like, in order to win a championship in the NFL, you need to win some. More than likely three, sometimes four. So it's a wild card, divisional, conference, Super Bowl. So you need to win four games
2: unless you're the first and, seed unless you're seed the, the buy. first seed by, yeah,
0: right. But in order to win an NBA championship, you have to win no less than sixteen games. And, and I, I, now you do get the the benefit of the doubt of you can also lose twelve games. You can lose a maximum of twelve games to get that championship, whereas like one and done, if you lose in the NFL, you're out. Yeah. Um, but I would argue that like you just don't see the eight seed, the seven seed, the six seed—they don't win championships. See, this, do you
2: see the six, seventh, or eight seed football team winning championships either? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, that's what I was about to say. But,
0: I mean, the when was I want you to look up when was the last and I, I actually a do. cards team to, won a Super Bowl. When was the last time that? When was the last time that an, a 6, 7, or 8 seed in the NBA won a, a championship? Oh, I couldn't Because the Eagles, a couple years ago, they were a wild card team. Yeah, the Giants. The Giants, twice. Yeah, they were a wild card Steelers team.
1: The Steelers in 05.
0: Steelers, 05, was a wild card team. I don't think any other ones were. But we're just talking about four or five teams that we can think of off the top of our heads within the last 20 years. I that were wild card teams. And not only wild card teams, but that O seven and I know we always go back to the 0-7 team because it was so improbable. Mm-hmm. But that team was literally eight and eight. Like they should mm-hmm. have not even been in the conversation yeah. of well, like the, playing
1: in the playoffs, let alone The reason you say like the NBA is harder is the same reason I say it's easier is like what you're saying with like Shouldn't even be in the conversation, but that's why I'd say it's harder is because any football team can win. Like, last year the Chiefs were, like, the best team all year, and then they lost to the Bucks in the Super Bowl. Or, like, we were definitely... So,
2: six seeds, maybe. Either way, the 1994-1995 Houston Rockets, led by champion Akeem Olajuwon, won the title as the lowest seed to win an NBA title, and that was only the sixth seed. This wasn't a bad team. They finished 47 and 35, 1994, So
0: I think that we're looking at it in terms of two different lenses. Yeah. I'm looking well, at it as a fan I'm looking at it as a fan of a low conference or a low seed team, whereas you're looking at it in terms of the high seed team. Yeah. Of like if you look at it from the if you look at it from the Patriots or the Chiefs or yeah. even like some high one, two, three yeah, seed. You could say us. Oh, so we were at three and lost to the Browns. Exactly. And so it, anybody can win at any given time. Whereas yeah. in the NBA, more than likely your best teams are going to win 90 to 95% of the time. Whereas that's why I feel like it's harder for a low-seeded team. And that's why I would say it's harder. But I, I get what you're
2: saying. I say. think – it is somewhat the opposite. I also think it's a harder sport football, because I would say the question was, is it harder to win an is it is it harder to win an NBA championship over an NFL Super Bowl? Yeah, and I think you have to look at it in two separate ways. player and then franchise. For franchise for the NBA, I do think it is a lot harder because, yes, the Hornets have never made it past the first round, I think ever in an NBA like game like towards no, the
1: playoffs. They they won one They they won
2: one series and lost in the second or whatever. Yeah, to the and team's been around for a while. to the Bulls, I believe. You know, and you but you also have these dynasties like the Lakers, the Celtics. You know, you had the 76ers there for the, for a little bit there. You had the Rockets and then you had the, you know, Cleveland, then you had Golden State. So I think for players chasing rings, it happens so much more in the NBA. For because sure. players bounce around all the time. Like, if you're an old veteran, like the Celtics team, for example. The Celtics players were like, all right, if you wanted to win, you know, you were old, you could get on the Celtics and potentially win because you were a good team. <laughs> and, for example, let's say, for example, the bench player for Golden State has three championships So versus, you know, a backup for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you might win one championship in your entire existence no, in the NFL. No, I get,
0: I get what you're saying. And I think but that's
2: the problem. I'm looking at a different point of view. I, I,
0: think. I think that if you're looking at ring chasing, we can't just think that this is an NBA-only. You look at the Buccaneers. Tom Bra- Tom Brady yes.
2: brought Rob Gronkowski out of retirement. When was, to- the, la- when was the last time Andy? you really saw like a ring chase moment? Oh, I've seen... I could tell I mean, you, page, and did they win? The Patriots so, the last 20 years.
0: The Patriots the last 20 years, but the two that I can think of actually happened within the last four years. The Buccaneers, that whole team with where you got LaShawn McCoy joining that team, where you got Leonard, uh, Fournette. Leonard Fournette joining that team, Gronk. Antonio Brown, Gronk joining that team. And don't get me wrong, yes, it they might not win, and and I understand that. But you look at even the Rams in the kind of prime example of them not winning. Like, you look at the Rams a couple years back when they went against the Patriots, the Patriots in the Super Bowl, which was ugly as fuck, by the way. But that's beside the point. Yes, but really suck. Like, you had and Sue taking a league minimum deal in order to try to win a championship. And we're talking about he was N- on the Rams. He was on the Rams, yes. Really? He was on the other side of Aaron Donald. I didn't know that. And he took a one-year league minimum deal in order to try to win a championship. Yes, but and I so also, we can't just think that it's just an NBA— I, I know it's
2: not just an NBA thing, but I think you have a better chance in the NBA to get that ring than you do in the NFL. Oh, I, I would completely yeah, agree with you on that. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like, for example, like J.R. Smith was on the Lakers team that beat the Miami Heat team. I don't think I ever saw J.R. Smith play a—, a Minutes in a game when I watch the I Lakers play, played like and ref- that dude potentially has been to the has been to the NBA championship like four times because it's all been with LeBron. So if you're like best friends with certain players, you get on a team, and it's like, all right, well, like you know, I'm here now, and I I get my rings. But for but, the NFL, it's like, yeah, you have your old veterans, but it's like you got a salary cap you're really dealing with. And then you got people like all the fifty four players just means but you have a lot more competition.
0: So, so once again, this is where we kind of come to
1: it's like the, a, the difference. It's of like opinion. a line. There's no, nothing's really wrong. It's just a line
2: of no,
0: and I, because like on we're kind of seeing two but I sides think, of but the I will say coin. this.
2: I think it's harder for an NBA franchise to win an NBA championship title than it is an NFL team. Well, what I,
0: what I was going to say to kind of your point is yes, like J R Smith, uh, not Mac Miller. Um, Mike Miller. You no? Know? Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby. Um Bibby. He, he was part of the the heat team. Um but if you look at somebody, that's why it's so unique to see the loyalty in the NBA. Because like the dames, the Giannis as of right now, and now Giannis yeah, might for now might, might say, you know what, screw it, but like the Dames, the Giannises, the Dirks, like they they didn't go ring chasing and try and and they knew that it was going to be an uphill climb because they were going against the KDs of the world, the Lebrons of the world, the Stephs of the world. Even before that, the the Kobe's and the the yes, but
2: I Ray still, Allen's. I, I do think though, like I said, that it is easier for an n an, I think it is easier for an NFL franchise as a franchise to win a Super Bowl than it is for the NBA because the level of skill difference between the NFL's best and worst player, I think, is a smaller gap from starters than it is for the NBA. So, for example, like— I think it's like the same. So, like, Steph Curry is one of the best in his position. Having an average player of the same position, nowhere close in skill. But yes, you have Aaron Donald out there. But most of these people on the offensive line, yes, some of them are worse. But most of them are like the gap between like the best and the worst. Like I said, is a smaller difference between like LeBron and an average player. Yes, you have exceptions like Patrick Mahomes. I don't know, man. Because even bench players on the NBA can get buckets. You throw a
1: practice squad lineman out there, he's getting destroyed. I mean, I'm talking about like starter. Like they, they, they see. We we saw Jordan
0: Clarkson go for 50 twice this year, and he was on the bench. That's no, why I s- but I, I understand what you're saying. I, I do agree with, with with what you're saying, and it's one of those things where it you we can go around and round and round, and there's no right or wrong answer. As Kendrick Perkins and as Kendrick Perkins, what's your, said, what's your boy's name um, from the Steelers? TJ safety. Um, he's Minka? on. No, he's on TV now. Um, oh, Ryan Clark. Yeah, they, that's that's where this kind of whole debate stemmed from because Kendrick Perkins said it, and then Ryan Clark was like, no. whoa, 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 <laughs> Kendrick. Like, that is not how that works.
2: And all we know is if Kyle Leonard missed that buster-beater shot of the 76ers, a meteorite would have hit the earth.
0: Yep, that's – and Steve Largent would have mm. came back into, into the NFL.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: And said the N-word.
0: And said <laughs> – why is this black guy on my team?
1: So who is DK Metcalf?
0: <laughs> bro, could you imagine Steve Largent like Steve Largent's in your slot receiver and DK Met? You look over and DK Metcalf who benches like 450 pounds and guys, is right beside and then you. Then your
1: mailman's eating up as many yards as him. In by mailman, I mean we're just Steve we're just Largent. messing with you now. Steve, Steve, Steve Largent. Speaking of DK Metcalf, look at him eat this hit.
0: Um, we're we're recording I know. a podcast. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, that was so. Sent, that was speaking, sent to me. Speaking of the NFL, what I want to do is I wanted to do something a little bit different, and so I want because. Before we actually go into that, I want to talk to you a little bit about Julio Jones. Um, Julio Jones right now, <laughs> according to Shannon Sharp.
1: I'm out of there, man.
2: Live on television. Live
0: on television. Whether or not he knew the situ- he was on live or not, um, he said that he's not returning to the Falcons. He said, and I quote, I'm out of here. Uh, but he also said that he's not going to want to go to the Cowboys because he wants to win. So, oof. Number one, do you
2: see someone call nine one one one, Stadium's on fire?
0: Week one, do you think that Julio no. Jones is no. on that team? Mm-hmm. When
2: you are live on air, I don't think willingly so. or not, saying I want out, you're out. All right, so
0: you're saying you're you're gone.
2: He's gone. Where do you see him going? Listen, I'm gonna address this right the now. The Rams. Hold on. The Hold on. Rams. Hold on. My mom always asked me, what are we doing on the podcast? What are we talking about? And when I said we're going to talk about Julio Jones and where he goes, my mom said, what happens if he goes to Tampa Bay? Then I screamed at her for five minutes saying, we're a Panthers household. We don't want any more pain. This man was the father of my team twice a year. I want him out of my division. And the only problem I have is with this is the Falcons said, for the right price, They'll trade within the division, unless he's coming to my team, Falcons. Shut up and trade him out of the division because Julio Jones, I think, is is one of the like is considered one of the best wide receivers. But I still think is like considered underrated because when you talk about the best wide receivers, Julio Jones' name isn't always brought up. But this dude is a, is I, re- I don't respect many Falcons players. Julio Jones is on that list. He needs to go to Green Bay or the Rams, Patriots.
0: Why the Rams? Why not? I've They're never heard the Rams.
2: They, they got Stafford, one more receiver, plus that defense. They'd be nasty.
0: So, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods yeah, is the what, enough what, what, for you? What is Sean, what is Sean, Mc,
2: what is Sean McVay going to send to the Falcons? He doesn't have any firsts. No bag of chips. So, you know where that I want to see him?
0: The 49ers. Wow, well, well, what a buddy. homer pick,
2: Jacob. <laughs> well, the reason why. <laughs> is George
0: Kittle not enough for you? So, the reason why is it's because. Bebo, Samuel, okay, Debo Samuel not enough go, for you? Okay, you is got, you got our Ayuk, tight end. not enough yeah, yeah, I was about to say, you got our tight end. Name us some of our
2: wide receivers. Is, is I cannot, all 10 listen, running can, backs
1: y'all have who are fast yeah, as crap not enough for you? I cannot you. <laughs>
2: pronounce some of the wide. What, what was the one wide receiver has like a wild Ayuk, name? Ayuk. Ayuk, yeah. Ayuk Debo. See, but none of them, Emmanuel it, Sanders. it's one of those
0: things where none. he's not even on know, the team I know, he's on anymore. the
1: Bills. I'm just joking.
0: None of them are Me? number Me? I'm on one, the San Francisco starting roster. None of them are number one receivers. And so, if you get Julio Jones, he could be that missing piece. And he could be that thing, that... Kind of,
2: so Jimmy G's gonna overthrow him. See, but here's here's the thing: is <laughs> I'm that I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I get uh, it. Does was a someone funny joke. say strip, oh, someone Trey to say Lance is gonna, is gonna
1: overthrow him?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, it's one of those things where if he comes to the 49ers, even if Jimmy G overthrows him, that threat of Julio Jones is going to take some of the pressure off of the running game because if you know that they're gonna run it 99 percent of the time, you're gonna put eight. 10, 11 guys in the box and make sure that that running game stops. Yeah. And so if Julio Jones comes, even if Jimmy G has to throw a duck, Julio Jones is 6'6", 6'5", can go up for it like a basketball like Jimmy Graham did back in the day. I think
2: Julio Jones could transfer to the NBA and have no problems. No,
0: absolutely not. He's too big. I I truly
2: think... And like muscle-wise, I mean. I truly
0: think that... Unless they played it in, like, college or something, I don't see sports. Like, everybody talks about how LeBron James would have been, like, a great tight end. And it's like, you're not wrong. Like, he has all the athletic ability. But, like, learning a whole new sport. And I know that he was, like, all-state in Ohio, in Akron. Yeah, But it's like, bro.
2: He'd be on the ground longer if he got hit. For
0: real. (laughs) You want to talk about flopping.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Julio Jones once dunked on DeMarcus Cousins. So, I think he could be just fine. Well, all right. Well, I once dunked on my little brother.
0: Gavin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you dunked on a two-year-old? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, the reason why I bring this up is because for so long, kind of, Julio Jones has been a staple, not only in the Falcons organization, but as a wide receiver in today's yeah, society. Yeah, top five discussion and so, all the time. Yeah, for sure. And so...
1: I always pick what I I in fantasy. What I want to do
0: is I want – got to pick them in fantasy. What I want to do is I want to kind of go through – if you were to start a franchise for each position group, and we can't have the same one, that's the one caveat, okay. and it's not going to be a team or anything like that, but who would you pick for each position group? So we're These gonna go,
2: players are active. Yes. And we, we have it, quarterback, it, running back, wide receiver, tight end, offensive line, defensive line, linebacker, and DB. Jacob's mad because he wanted to say it.
0: I was not mad. I was going to want to say it. I was mad because I wasn't finished explaining, but what we're going to do is just to make sure that the same person doesn't get the number one pick all around Connor. You are going to get, or no, I'm sorry, Avery. You're going to get the number one pick for the, uh, quarterback, and then we're just going to keep on rolling around. So, Connor, you will get the number one pick on the running backs. I will get the number one pick on the wide receivers. So, if you were to start a franchise, and you needed a quarterback right now, Avery, who do you get?
1: I was going to... Say he doesn't have any allegations, Deshaun you want me to Watson. Write this, you want me to write this down? I mean, you can if you Deshaun want. Deshaun Watson, barring he didn't have those allegations. Okay, so you're like that's who interesting. that's who I would pick to start. Okay, my franchise. So
0: run. he's going with Deshaun Watson. Okay, I mean, I got to choose Patrick. I hope I don't get canceled. Okay, so I, mean, I, I would go with I would go with Patrick too. Yeah. I think Deshaun Watson is amazing, obviously, I but I want to
1: pick Patrick because everyone wants Patrick.
0: I would choose him or Josh Allen. <laughs> that was who I'm going to pick. I would go with Josh Allen, okay? And you don't have to explain why, um, but you want to briefly say, like,
1: a word or two of, like, why you would? I just I just like Deshaun Watson. Dual threat. I think he's top five when he's not under allegations, for real. <laughs> All right.
0: I, I like Josh Allen just because of the big arm, and I saw something today that he has more rushing touchdowns since he got in the league than Zeke, just saying, and Lamar. So, Good. uh, which is I wild. Mean, he has like 25 rushing touchdowns since he got in the league.
2: Only reason why I'm choosing Patrick. Patrick, I think has lost what, like five games since he started in the yep. NFL. Yeah. For, yeah has like, a ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He basically almost, you know, and an MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know like he's the foot thing, but like if someone, if he had chosen Patrick first, I would have chosen Josh Allen.
0: All right. So we move to the All Ryan. Right, so this is a big one. Um, you're you're basing a franchise around them, so it may not be who's best at this moment in time. This has, but
2: to, I I love Derrick Henry. I love him a lot, but I got to go my homer pick of CMC because for me, yes, Derek Henry can run for two thousand yards, but for CMC, having like this like this gadget player of like he lines up and it's like, is he going to run or is he catching the ball? And you just don't know anymore. Yeah. Like Derrick Henry, yes, I love the way he runs and the way he plays of like, I'm going to get 2,000 yards. I'm running over your team. But CMC watching him play, like, because basically it's like, oh, they have a lot of men in the box. Derrick Henry's like, you know, he's going to be yeah. able to try to do his best. But CMC's just like, all right, CMC, just run a route. And then, you know, we'll figure it out. And what, third, third person ever in the NFL to run for 1,000 and catch for 1,000? Yeah. That's less people than the 2,000 club. So Yeah, so I'm That's my only I'm
0: going right I was gonna go with somebody a little bit younger, but if I needed a person to base my franchise around Frank I Thor. would go with Derrick Henry. And the reason yeah. why I would go with Derrick Henry um is Derrick Henry can literally carry your offense. Um, yeah. whereas C Mac, I don't think that he can carry your offense. And that's just my personal opinion. You can disagree if you want, but I mean I he, think he
1: literally carries their offense.
0: <laughs> but in order for him to be effective, if you give Derrick Henry the ball, he's gonna get you a hundred yards because he's just that bruising cowbell back. Yeah. But for C Mac to be effective, he needs to be a two way player. And in order for that to happen, you need a quarterback to throw you the ball. Now, it could be simple out routes, it could be simple flares. Like it's not check downs, it's not hard passes. But he needs a quarterback to throw him the ball. Whereas Derrick Henry, I feel like when it's all said and done, we're going to look at Derrick Henry. And when it's all said and done, he's probably going to be one of the greatest running backs of all time, in my personal opinion. And I know that he, I'm. I was thinking about going with somebody a little bit younger cuz Derrick Henry's like 28 maybe. Yeah. Um and so and we obviously know that running backs their kind of career expectancy or career lifespan um is a little bit less than most people's. Um but I'm I'm going to have to go with I'm basing my franchise around Derrick Henry. Uh Avery, who you got?
1: Najee Harris. I'm just kidding. No, no, what? no. That's a joke. Uh, Dalvin Cook.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't really want to explain it. It's just I think he's the best one left. And okay. He's young and proven. Yeah. And yeah. And he's fast as freak.
0: The only the only thing that I injuries that I'm worried about with Dalvin Cook is injuries yeah. because he does have all the talent. I mean, while. Derrick Henry had 2,000 yards. Dalvin Cook had 1,500 yards. And so that's not something that you can kind of casually scoff at. Um, And so I would agree with you with Dalvin Cook's definitely a good pick. Um, Alvin Kamara, another one that I I felt like was kind of a good pick. I could have said him too. But once again, kind of with the thing with CMC, I feel like Dalvin Cook is kind of that two-way player, whereas Alvin Kamara is more of a receiving back than a running back. Um, But – so we go to wide receivers. Um, I'm actually going to go a little bit off the wall here. Um, I was actually going to go off the wall and say DK, but I got to go with DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and the reason why he's a he's a specimen. He's DeAndre he's, Hopkins. Yeah, he's tall, bounce. he's yeah. fast, he can catch in thr- in a Hail Mary situation Triple with coverage. three men all over him. So I gotta go with DeAndre Hopkins just because. He, and he's not that old either. Like, I know that he's not, like, a spring chicken like D.K. Metcalf, but he's not 30, 31, 32, 33 like Julio Jones. Yeah. So, um, I'm I'm going with D.Hop. Uh,
1: I'm going to go with uh, Stephon Diggs. Really? Yeah.
0: Why, why, why Stephon Diggs? Because well, I feel goes, like he changed – There goes
1: he, my player. Changed that Bills offense, led the league in receptions. And I think touchdowns. And rushing yards. Yeah, and rushing yards. Yeah. He's like top five in receiving touchdowns too, I think. I think it speaks for himself when he he, he moves that offense. He's a threat in every way, but probably one of the best route runners. Yeah. and he's still young. So yeah.
2: I would say and he's a leader. I take him. Yeah, for sure. Um This is gonna be my off the wall pick. Justin Jefferson for the Minnesota Vikings had fourteen hundred receiving yards last year. And, and he just entered the league. When you can break a rookie receiving record that's been
0: like set in stone yeah. for a while, like that is something that you need to contend with. And that is something that, like, he's basically a baby. Yeah, you know. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, all right, so we go to tight ends. Who would you base your Kelsey team around? Your Kelsey? Yeah, okay. Kelsey.
2: No questions. It's got to be Kittle for me. <laughs> this so, one's easy.
0: No. It's not. And the reason why is because I'm going, and this guy has never played a snap in the NFL. I'm Kyle going Pitts. with Kyle Pitts. And the reason why is because I – First play of the game, torn ACL. I think uh, that <laughs> Knock in on wood does not happen. three years, in three years, we're going to look and, – and I'm at, I'm having to answer this question right now. And so he might be a bust. But I think based on potential, based on what he has in the in the tank – I'm going with Kyle Pitts, and the reason why is because, bro, we're talking about, in my opinion, the next wave of tight end. Darren Waller's kind of in that same conversation, but I think that Kyle Pitts is a more athletic Darren Waller. Now, he's not going to be the best blocker in the league. He's not going to shut down your TJ Watts and your JJs and all that stuff,
1: but – He's definitely a threat in every aspect.
0: Yes, like you could put him in slot receiver, yeah. and he will still be completely fine. Yeah, like it, when a tight end can run like a four-four-five, like
1: you—you yeah. you should be afraid. He also has like a seven-something wingspan, like seven-six. Exactly. He's got. So, I think he's got the biggest arms out of any receiver in NFL. Yeah, or longest arms Dude, or something. crazy. All right,
0: so we so we've done quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Now we go to the big boys, the big uglies up front. The tanks. The the offensive linemen. You have one offensive lineman that you need to kind of model your team around. Connor, who would it be?
2: David Back I don't know how to pronounce this name. Back Diari. Back back yeah. I mean I think he's still you're just <laughs> Yeah. I still I mean he's he's one of the best in the league right now, and offensive linemen lasts a long time. Um compared to like a running back who has a shorter lifespan. Generally, your quarterbacks take a big hit. They go, yes, your lineman can get hurt, but like, linemen, if they're really good, they can play for like ten, fifteen years. And not maybe not fifteen, but like ten long years of good, you know.
0: And especially when somebody is like David Bakhtiari, like when he's the blindside guy for the MVP, like that has to yeah. speak to speak volumes to, because he went for Aaron Rodgers went for over forty six hundred yards. I think I think he went for like. Forty-five touchdowns, really? like six interceptions. So, like the reason he why he 100%. was able to do that is Aaron Rodgers is great. Don't get me wrong, but to be able to be you, blocked. you need to protect the man. And what we're going to see is Joe Burrow has all the talent in the world, but we might not be able to protect my man.
1: It might so, not. I <laughs> I love that meme
0: where it's him running away from the offensive line or defensive lineman. It
1: said something as like uh,
2: Joe Burrow. If you don't draft, um.
1: Jamar Chase open for a touchdown. But Joe like, Burrow on the ground. Joe Burrow on the ground doesn't know if he even caught it.
2: Yeah. So
0: I'm going for my offensive lineman. I'm going with Quinn Nelson. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he is probably he revolutionized the guard position in my mind. Run um, blocking. He's been in since he's been in the league for three years. He's gone to three All Pros, three Pro yeah, Bowls. He, um, he's nasty. I think in the entire time he's been in the nfl i think he's let up like less than five sacks yeah. which is literally unheard of because you got it's rare good guys in the nfl who are giving up five sacks literally every single like season yeah um so
1: i'm going with quinn nelson as my guy um avery who do you got uh this guy's a lot older than all them but i think he's the best lineman in NFL, and is trent williams
0: <laughs> 49er yes yeah, sir
1: former football team
0: Yes, former Washington football team but member that we got for like a third and a fourth round pick, yeah. which
2: I was not mad at.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that was a steal.
2: Didn't they tell him that he had, didn't have cancer? Is that him, I, or is I'm, that someone else? I don't sure?
1: think that's him. I just know he was fed up with Washington. But who isn't? He's like a proven All Pro. Yeah, in and out. He's nasty. Yeah, great pass blocker. Best probably locker room presence. Probably the biggest leader in y'all's locker room. Honestly, yeah. um, he's he's older, but I still think he's got it in a tank. Yeah, I'd build it around him for sure. All right, he's um, a left tackle as well, right? Yes, he yeah. is. Yeah.
0: He is a left tackle. Yeah. Um, so we go to defensive line. I'll start. I'm starting this out. We all know who this is. Um, I'm going Aaron Donald. Yeah, there. There's no doubt about it. I mean, we're talking about. Yes, he's not. One of the spring, best football players like? We're, we're, not talk, we're not talking about a spring chicken, but, I mean, this man is a three-time defensive player of the year. He like, demands still, a double team every I still single think, snap. Yes, he demands a double team every single time. Um, it is one of those things where I still think he's got a lot left in the tank. Um, and I think when it's all said and done, the same way in which I feel like Derrick Henry is going to go down as one of the perennial running backs in the league. He will be the Aaron best, best Ronald, defensive player ever. Aaron you think Aaron Donald is going to he be the best be. defensive player who, who ever? Who would be better than him? Lawrence Taylor?
1: He can pass him?
0: Absolutely not. No he, way. He can. The only way that he could get it is if somehow, some way, he wins a ring. He wins an MVP. Oh, because that's yeah, the thing that sets mind. apart I wasn't thinking Lawrence about Taylor. That. Um, but Aaron Aaron Donald, I think, could be the perennial. I'm saying defensive if, lineman. If anyone yes.
1: could, he would be the guy to to. Death Lawrence Taylor, yeah, that okay. we know of. I didn't mean to say he will; he can be. Okay, so oh, my bad. Go ahead. Who is oh, your defensive line? T.J. Watt. T.J. Young, sack leader.
0: Uh, he. We all got a few
2: homer picks room. in here.
1: I That's not a homer it. pick. He's like,
0: I mean, he he was the sack leader last year. No, oh, he's good. And he should um, have won Defensive Player of the Year. He should have won Defensive Player of the Year, and I will agree with you on that. Instead of Aaron Donald. <laughs> Um, all right, so who
2: do you have? So I'm Connor? going through a couple here. I got salty. I'm thinking Chase Young or Nick Bosa. Now my only concern about Bosa towards ACL. So that's the thing. So I'm probably gonna go. I'm gonna go Chase Young because the talent upside on him is like there. The way same way you see Kyle Pitts. Like I think Chase Young. Yes, I think he did go to the Washington Football Team, but with you know. With his ability being, like, the highest rated, like, in his position, like, ever, that's got to mean for something. And he's shown that he had, like, he won, you know, rookie, defensive rookie of the year and all that other stuff. So, um, I I think that that'll be my, like, if I had to pick a guy right now for a franchise build, it's got to be him. Okay. So, um,
0: I actually start with you, Avery. Who would you like as your linebacker?
1: Who would you base
0: your team around in linebacker?
1: Fred Warner. I hate you so much. <laughs> he's like my favorite linebacker, not on the Steelers. If I Okay, do you want me to take it back so you can get Fred Warner? No, you can oh, go. Okay. Get, you can yeah, go Fred Warner. Down. He's I think he's the best coverage linebacker. He can run sideline to sideline. Sure, tackler. I think he's been an all-pro twice, right? Yeah. Um, fastest crap. Literally. I, I, don't, I think he's like 25, 26. If you don't know who yeah. Fred Warner is, just watch his highlights. Dude's insane. Yeah. And – if I couldn't, I would go with Devin Bush, and that would have been my homer pick. Yeah. But Fred Warner for me. Okay. Who do you have? I got to choose
2: Bobby Wagner. I know he's getting <laughs> up there in years. but So, Bobby for,
0: Wagner is definitely the best. Yeah, I,
2: I think for, like, ever since Keekly left, I think he's, like, the only person that has, like, this, like, he's not, like, I mean, yeah, he's athletic. He's a freaking NFL player. I'm sure he can, like, bust through a door, take whatever he wants out of my house, but... The way he plays, he's smart. He really is like that. Like I know people say, like that's the linebacker's job to like be like the general, like the quarterback of the defense. But when he's diagnosing plays before they snap and knowing what's going on, and you know, I think that's good. I think that's just like a that's like the best player I want on my team as of right now. Now, my my other pick probably would have been Levante David on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, he did really great. In the Super Bowl, and I think he has a lot of upside. But yeah. I think Bobby Wagner has has the edge for me just because of like the sheer like resume this man has. Yeah. Versus the other guy. So I'm going. Um, I'm going with the maniac. Um, I,
0: I'm going with South Carolina State product Darius Leonard um, Heck, from yeah. the Indianapolis Colts, and the yeah. reason why um, is two-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro, and this is only his, This will be his fourth year in the league. Um, and so I think that if you're looking for a young guy other than maybe Fred Warner to start, be the linebacker core he, that you're talking about of kind of that smart guy who can... Of catch interceptions who can fly around the field tackle anybody who can sack the quarterback um, I he, think that
1: he led the league in tackles like two years right
0: yeah yeah so uh, Darius Leonard is my guy um, I I love I've Your talked about it secret Colts fan like the, the Colts kind of soft spot um, I, I love Darius Leonard because he comes from South Carolina He's comes from South Carolina State yeah um, which is an historically black college um, and so his like whole kind of Adjustment and transition to the NFL is an awesome story in itself. So, um, I'm going with Darius Leonard. All right. Uh, So, So DBs. We are going DBs. That is cornerbacks and and safeties. So, who do you have as your...
2: I'm going to go another homer pick, and I'm going to go super young. I'm choosing JC Horn only because... Okay, oh, hold on. Okay.
1: Who's J.C. Horn? J.C. Horn's That's the
2: Panthers. First-round yeah. pick. Only reason why is because if you look at his college, he, play, like, he played some of the best wide receivers to come out of college and who are doing amazing in the NFL right oh, now. Oh, you're talking about the DB from Yes, Kills, he USC. basically like oh, okay. helped shut down Kyle Pitts, I who you that. have building your franchise around. So yeah. I'm going young. I'm picking him. He could be an absolute bust, but I think that like – when they graded him on his athleticism, he got the highest grade out of any of his position, like, ever. Yeah. Like, a 9.9 9 out of 10. So, like, watching him play in, like, OTAs, well, on his on the training right now, and what people have said about him, a player's like, this guy's going to be good. I'll go him. If I had to choose an established person right now, I mean, Stephon Gilmore's still great, but I want to go young for, like, defensive backs, because I think they have, like, the most potential to grow. Yeah. Because, like... It's hard to replace a, It's it that's a that's a thing that you just got to learn, him, or, I would choose him. But if I had to choose, if you were gonna call me crazy, Minka Fitzpatrick or uh, the dude on the don't do it,
0: he, he literally just took all of the people that I were talking about yeah. as like his backup picks. Yeah. No, but I'm, uh, I'm
2: I'm sticking with my guns. I'll be crucified for this, but I'm going J.C. Horn for Young.
0: Um, so I was. I'll let you take Minka because I'm not gonna take Minka. Thank you. Um, but. I'm going with Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think you, show Stephon, up, you sh- Stephon Gilmore was my kind of backup. Show but up to
2: work with the armored truck demanding cash. When, when you're money.
0: talking about a man who in his four years of playing has – no, two, four, five. In his five years of playing, has four Pro Bowls, two All-Pros. Like, this man is – insane at his position and we're talking about a guy who has not only locked down people at the college level has locked down the Devonte adams has locked down yes I the think, julio jones I,
2: I think it was a deandre hopkins quote of like he's the only db that's i've ever played against that i was like dang he kept up with me yeah so, that's crazy uh, good well
1: i'm picking minka uh
2: obviously Troy bring him out of retirement <laughs> i'm picking him man can talk to god
1: Minka's still on his uh, his rookie deal. I think he's only like 26 or 27. Uh, when he's targeted, he allows a 27 passer rating, and he uh, has nine that in That is a, wild, yeah, actually. they don't target him anymore. It's like he gets the ball thrown to him like two times a game anymore because he's a ball hawk. Yeah. Uh, he also has like eight forced fumbles and recoveries in the last two seasons with us, and he's um, – I had the stats right here. Any
2: more BS Steeler propaganda? No,
1: no. This, guy, I mean, it's it's him. No, he's good. It's like him, Jamal Adams, and like Jesse
2: Bates, and like another. If, if I didn't, if I didn't like want to have DBs. a wild card moment, wild card, bitches, <laughs> and choose J. C. Horn, it probably would have been down to Jalen Ramsey or Minka Fitzpatrick. So
1: in twenty twenty, Minka allowed seven receptions on eighteen targets. That's wild. Yeah, and yeah, I don't care. He's a beast. He's not the best tackler though, but he's also never around to tackle because our linebackers usually get him first.
0: Yeah. Um, So talking, so we talked about football, we talked about basketball, but we also got to talk a little bit about baseball. Yeah.
2: Um, We're not going to talk about hockey at all. We're we're going to do that after. Talk about
0: that. Um, So right now. One kind of big thing that's going around is Shohei Ohtani. Mm -hmm. Um, For anybody who's unfamiliar with Shohei Ohtani, we're talking about kind of the next Babe Ruth, so to speak. Um, One of the – really the only player in recent memory who has been able to pitch and hit, but not only do that, but at a high level – he's an outfielder, by the way. Um, But not only – Shoot, he can do infield too. Not only can he do – like hit and he right now is tied for the home run lead I th- I with think Batty, Oh, Vladimir they're tied. Gu- okay. I think they I are thought, tied. I thought
1: Vlad jumped him last night.
0: He he might have. Um, as as
1: of right now, they're pretty much tied. It,
0: it's pretty much tied. Um, I think both are tied or close to fifteen or sixteen. Um, but also he has. All the potential in the world when it comes to pitching. Right now he has a 2.1 ERA, which is literally lower than Max Scherzer right now, which is a certified Hall of Famer. That's
1: my favorite pitcher.
0: One one of your favorite pitchers. Um, So uh, Shohei Otani, he has to, like, he has to be the league leader in, like, MVP. Yeah, we because th- if you're talking about the most valuable player, you can't tell me that somebody is more valuable than, than a pitcher is. and a hitter that is not only like pitching well and hitting well, but doing both at the same at time at the
1: highest level. Yeah. yeah. So
0: and going against like the best players, like yeah. going against the Fernando Tatises and the the Cody Bellingers and the everybody else that's kind of under the sun. So and
1: like we said, he's a true unicorn. Of sports,
0: he should be the unicorn of sports. Yeah, not Chris Stapp's Porzingis. Yeah, so that's kind of baseball talk. We'll talk a little bit more about. We're fifty about baseball. games in. Yeah, we're about fifty games in. the The Padres are hot. Um, the White are Sox hot are hot. Right now. the The Dodgers are hot. Uh, my Cubs are hot a little bit. We're only a half game back between uh, the Cardinals, but um, it's going to be interesting yeah, to I got see. It right here. It's going to be interesting to see how it all shapes out. So. Take it away. How's things right. go, working with uh, so, Hockey Talk?
1: Uh, hockey lead off. I uh, just want to say.
2: The Hurricanes are trying to get me heart attacks.
1: Carolina. I have
2: never seen. We were up 2-0 out of what, a three? You need to win three. No, four. Four? Yeah, you're leading 3-2. Yeah, so That's geez. hockey, man. Like, three games. One of them went to double overtime, and the other two went to overtime. Yeah. And we almost went to double overtime last night. Hey, that's overtime. I mean, Nashville is Free in the, hockey, baby.
1: Nashville is in the Stanley Cup, like, two years ago. Yeah. But um, uh, Penguins are down 3-2 after leading 2-0, I think. Yeah. Uh, they're actually playing right now. They're up 3-2. to The Capitals lost. The Capitals lost. I yeah. uh, just want to say that, uh, OV— Ovechkin's a free agent, and he's definitely leaving because he's tired of that poverty franchise. Uh, The Carolina Hurricanes lead their series. I'm just kidding. Ovechkin's great. Uh, Carolina leads their series 3-2. Tampa Bay Lightning leads the Florida Panthers 3-2. Winnipeg swept the Oilers. Yeah. Toronto leads, I don't know, See, Let me look. the canadians oh the maple leafs lead the canadians 3-1 the vegas golden knights lead 3-2 over see hockey logos are crazy versus the wild and colorado swept the blues so colorado will play the winner of vegas and wild toronto is most likely going to play winnipeg Whoever wins Pittsburgh and New York is playing the Boston Bruins, and Carolina, if they win, will play the winner of Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning.
2: Yep. yeah, That's <laughs> also, hockey talk I for would you. like to thank Adam Vinatieri, the all-time score leader in the NFL, has officially retired, yeah. I believe, for, as of first today. First ballot Hall of oh. Famer.
0: Um, the guy right. who kind of revolutionized kicking, and I, I think probably w- – I would argue the most clutch player in NFL history because like, – He has
2: the most, I think, go-ahead winner field goals and, like, extra points and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, so um, I, RIP to Adam Vinatieri. He ain't dead, but he retired, so good for him. Um, he got the, the most – points scored um record about two years back so very good very good on him um he leaves a good legacy um and i think he's gonna be i hope that he helps the next wave of kickers because we need it because last year was not a great kicking season
1: Mm-mm. so we were talking about hockey in the time we were talking about basketball or uh the football players till now we uh, have blown a three to two lead and it's four to three and the Islanders, if they win, will beat us tonight. Rip. I guess we heard the true poverty.
2: Thoughts and prayers? Thoughts and prayers to the uh, Penguins? As long as the Hurricanes can win, I think their road to the Stanley Cup is, is pretty good. So. Oh, my gosh. They scored
0: another goal. Oh, no. They scored another one. That's that's tough. But
2: Rest in peace. Avery. All right, boys.
0: I think that it's been a good episode. Um, we will see you guys next week. Have a good rest of your week. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers to Avery because hopefully the Penguins will I'm, win. I'm
1: about to go on a Cubs rant.
0: <laughs> on a Cubs rant? <laughs> like you did. Do you want to go on it now? No. Okay.
1: I'm okay. Uh,
0: I, <laughs> the Cubs. If they, if y'all don't win, <laughs> I'm renouncing my membership.
2: All right, y'all. If we have you a good one. Chicago, would you buy season tickets? My computer
1: yes. froze. Well, that's in the podcast.